Hey, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, February 20th, and this is for the week of February 20th through February 26th. Mm. Welcome to Pisces season. We are in Pisces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if anyone um, felt that change, but the sun did go into Pisces uh, last week on February 18th, and it will remain in Pisces until March 20th. So we just finished with Aquarius season, which puts a lot of mental demands on us. Oh, yeah. And a month from now, we'll be in Aries, which will put a lot of physical demands on us. Mm. But sandwiched in between that very active energy, the Zodiac brings you Pisces. Now, over the next four weeks, this is a good time to check in with yourself. You know, remember, you do not always have to be out there saving the world. You do not constantly have to be focusing on achievements and goals. Sometimes you just need to kick back and swing in a hammock and sip some iced tea. You know, sometimes you need to quiet your mind and uh, get in touch with your intuition. And, you know, listen, like if, if you're someone who's going through a tough time right now, you know, Pisces reminds you that sometimes it's OK to simply take a break and uh, rest and rejuvenate. Mm-hmm. Um, Pisces can help with that. And that's not to suggest that over the next four weeks, we're all going to be lazy couch potatoes eating ice cream and smoking weed and binge watching every show on every streaming platform and downing bottles of wine left and right and writing in our dream journals and feeling sorry for ourselves and looking for ways to escape the hardships of life. I mean, we might end up doing that. That's also a potential with Pisces. If you're looking to escape, Pisces can definitely help you with that too. But somewhere in there, there is a comfortable medium where you can still work and be productive But at the same time, you can nurture yourself, work on balancing your mind, body, and soul, and you can be kind to yourself, and you can be kind to others. Um, Pisces energy can also be very inspiring energy. It can be that little whisper into your mind that nudges you in a different direction. Um, Piscean energy, energy can be very intuitive. You know, um, I've never met a Pisces who didn't claim to be at least partially psychic. (laughs) Just like I've never met a Libra who did not like being a Libra, I've never met a Pisces who didn't claim to be at least a little bit psychic because Piscean energy works with the intuition. And even though, Elmi, I've never met, uh, personally met a Libra who did not like being a Libra, you were reading a book the other day and the uh, character in the book talked about how they didn't like being a Libra or at least wanted to be something else. Did I remember that right? Yeah, she wished that she were a Scorpio instead, or maybe a Leo, something like that. I don't quite remember. It was in the book The Hypnotist's Love Story by, um, oh, I'm blanking on her name, uh, Leanne Moriarty. She wrote Big Little Lies. Oh, cool. So maybe, you know, there are a lot of changes going on in the world right now, and maybe part of that is Libra's maybe thinking about being different signs. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. 
Anyway. Um, anyway, so for the next four weeks, just some Piscean guidance, you know, for the next four weeks, I would say be kind to yourself mm. and others. Don't take yourself too seriously, mm, or at least, one. yeah, at least try not to take yourself as seriously. Reason for that, Piscean energy, yes, it can be a little clumsy. There can be spills, errors, omissions, slip-ups, things of that nature. Pisces is ruled by Neptune. Neptune is not necessarily detail energy. It's a dreamy, kind of a confusing energy, and sometimes that transmutes itself in Pisces. But in general, let go of perfection. Let Virgo worry about perfection. While we're in Pisces, let's not worry about that. Let's focus on trust. Um, Fuel positive thoughts. Uh, again, because of the Neptunian influence on Pisces, uh, the energy can be a little confusing at times. It can be a little fuzzy. And when we're confused about anything in life, then we can feel fear. Um, that's why it's going to be important over the next four weeks or so to fuel positive thoughts, accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Lead with your heart. Be accepting of others. Uh, work work with your intuition. I've said that. And here's another one. Look for happy accidents, okay? Sometimes in Pisces, things do not go according to plan, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's not something that's happening for uh, to better ourselves. Um, for an example, let's say your car breaks down on the road. You're really upset. Your car just broke down. How are you going to pay for this repair job? car gets towed and then while you're in the waiting room at the garage you meet your future spouse and or partner or whatever we're calling the people we're we're living with these days but anyway piscean energy does not necessarily work in a logical way so um whenever possible just smile laugh be silly it's okay to have fun in life. Pisces, mm. Pisces tries to remind us of that. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, don't let fear run the show, okay? That's the downside of Pisces. Sometimes we can get a little uh, down on ourselves, a little self-pity can come in, that kind of stuff. By the time we get into Aries four weeks from now, we're all going to have all kinds of courage and we'll be pounding our chests and yelling, I am a human, hear me roar. But Piscean energy is quite sensitive. It can be vulnerable. So uh, again, just accentuate the positive. Um, we're going to go right into Ask a Scorpio. Oh. Every week on this show, I ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio perspective on life. Almy knows full well what it is like to experience life from a Scorpio's perspective. She was born October 24th. Mm-hmm. She's been a Scorpio her entire mm-hmm. life. Now, in addition to being a Scorpio, Almy has a Pisces moon. And Almy, yes. because we are entering Pisces season, do you have any advice out there for people who might have a Pisces moon and or just how to navigate Piscean energy in general? Well, sure. I guess um, a lot of it's what you were saying to... Just try to go with the flow, try to be positive, um, let go of perfection, right? That's a big one. And stop fighting so much. Stop fighting the urge to not feel good. It's okay to feel good. It's okay to have a positive attitude. And if you have a negative thought, just dismiss it as being false. It's not a real thought. It's not a real thing. Um, If you look at it that way, then it's just easier to let it go, to not become so attached to the thought, to see that as something outside of yourself. And it can be a struggle. I know it can be very easy for some people to be negative. I think I'm one of them, but 
by ultimately just going with the flow, resisting any temptation to put yourself down or to be negative is always good. And just remember to um, unclench your jaw, release your forehead from any tension, uh, drop your shoulders, you know, just little checks like those to physically remind yourself to relax, I think will help you mentally relax. And uh, I don't know, does that answer that? I think it does. I think that's some really good advice. And uh, thank you for sharing not only your perspective as someone who has a Scorpio sun, but also someone who has a Pisces moon. Yeah, that's right. And uh, there is a high-profile couple going through a divorce right now. Their names are Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Both of them have Pisces moons. So um, no matter how they might present themselves to the world, at their core, they're, they're quite sensitive people. Yeah. And uh, we're wishing them the best. Breakups in general obviously are difficult. Divorces even more so. And then if you're doing it in the public eye, I can't imagine. Uh, so we are wishing them the best. Yeah. And then, sure. um, you know, Almy, I wanted to keep the Pisces theme going. We occasionally play a little trivia on oh. this show where I ask Almy to guess uh, famous people's sun signs. And this particular game is going to be called Pisces or Virgo. Oh, so Pisces, yeah, Pisces and Virgo oppose each other on the Zodiac. Um, you know, Piscean, more intuitive energy, dreamy energy. Virgo, more exacting energy, more logical thinking, that kind of a thing. So when I give you these names of these celebrities, obviously you should be able to tell right away whether they're a Virgo or a Pisces because Pisces and Virgo could not be more apart. They, oh. they oppose each other oh, okay. on the subject. So, right. so this should Excuse be me. very easy for Elmi, <laughs> and I fully expect her to get 100% <laughs> Of these correct because that's how astrology works. <laughs> um, first up, yeah. Chuck Norris. What's the question? Pisces or Virgo? Correct. Is he a Pisces or is he a Virgo? We oh, we just talked about him. What what did I say? Uh, Virgo. He's a Pisces. Ah. Chuck Norris is a Pisces, born March tenth. Oh, okay. Mother Teresa, Pisces or Virgo? Oh, man. Mother Teresa. I have no idea, man. Um, Virgo. Mother Teresa was a Virgo. Yes. You're correct. Yep. Uh, what else we got here? Albert Einstein, Pisces or Virgo? Pisces. He was a Pisces. Good job. Thank you. You're on a roll. Dave Chappelle, comedian Dave Chappelle, uh, who is one of Kanye West's buddies, I believe. Yeah. Uh, is he a Pisces or is he a Virgo? Um, I'm trying to remember if he just had a birthday or if he's got one coming up. That's my way to sort of like cheat. But I don't even remember. So based on, you know, the stereotypical personality traits, I, oh man, I could, I know you say these signs are far apart from each other, but I really could see him being either one of these. Um, Pisces. He's a Virgo. Ah. He's a Virgo. Uh, he does have a Cancer moon. Okay. So he has a moon. His moon is in a water sign. Okay. So there is that. Sure. Uh, who else we got here? Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, actress who is currently not acting and says she might never act again. Is she a Pisces or is she a Virgo? Pisces. She's a Virgo. Uh, She's a Virgo. Um, I'm, I'm August 30th. I'm terrible at this one. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. Selma Hayek, another actress. Pisces or Virgo. Why do you choose celebrities that I have no, like, I have no idea. You could, like, ask me which sign is Selma Hayek. I have no idea. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I give up. Pisces? Virgo. Virgo. Yeah, okay. I don't know. You're, you got this last one here. You got this last one. Okay. Elliot Page. 
formerly Ellen Page. Is Elliot Page a Pisces or a Virgo? Why are you choosing the most random celebrities? You, you've heard of Elliot Page. I know who Elliot Page no, is. Not for that sure. random then. I know who he is, but like, wh- I don't know enough of. Um, <laughs> uh, Pisces. Already, Pisces, you are right. right. You ended strongly. Thank you. So there you go. I mean, that's, I guess, kind of what I'm getting at here is, you know, it doesn't matter how much you know about astrology. <laughs> It's nearly impossible to guess someone's sun sign, Thank even you. if That's even true. if you only have two options, even if you have a 50-50 chance of guessing their sun sign, it does not matter how much you know about astrology. It is darn difficult to guess. Yeah. And Naomi, I mean, I think you did a heroic job just now. Whatever. I think the point is that astrology is more than about what your sun sign is. Correct. I think uh, the the... Deception in this um, whole astrology thing is that, um, oh, well, if I was born this time, then that's what you are and blah, blah, blah. But what I've learned from astrology from you and from doing this podcast is it's so much deeper than I ever thought it was. Mm -hmm. It is a whole study of things that you may or may not believe in. But the point is it has way more to do with like what month you were born. Certainly does. Yeah. Yeah. Well put. And anything else you want to say, Almy, as a Scorpio, before I move on? Is there anything you'd like to say about Claire and Dale, the um, bachelor well, couple? First, who both as have, a Scorpio, um... I'm really mad that I did so poorly on that quiz. And I blame you 100% for choosing such a random assortment of celebrities. <laughs> you didn't know Mother um, Teresa's sign going into this? Honestly, I know very little about Mother Teresa, if okay. I'm going to be honest. I mean, don't you? We all know who she is. Yeah. We know that she did good things. What else do we really know about her, like as a person? Right. You know, I don't either. I, I right? mean, I know that she did a lot of good things for people. I learned today she was a Virgo, but above and beyond that, right? you know, I couldn't tell you. Um, uh, I'm sorry. What was the question, Claire and Dale? Yes. Uh, from Looks the like they're back together. I hope they're back together if here. that's what they want. I just want people to be happy. Yeah. I like the idea of them together very much. And if they like it too, I'm all for it. And I think people forget that we don't know these people at all. When I say we, I mean the general we, not just, you know, myself and Chris here. I mean, the general we is that when we watch reality TV, I think we like to assume things about these people because we think, well, this is reality TV. We know that they're not paid actors playing a role. This isn't a scripted show per se. This isn't like if you're watching WandaVision or something. I mean, you feel like you know these people and you feel like you can freely comment on their breakups, their divorces, their marriages, their engagements. But the truth is we don't know these people at all. And their personality has been so heavily edited and filtered by what the producers of the show want to show us. So I don't know. I see a lot of people online really saying mean things about Claire for taking Dale back. But we, first of all, we don't know if they are officially back. I think they are. They haven't officially said it, but I think it's pretty clear they are. Um, But second of all, we don't know the story. We don't know what happened or why they're back together if they're back together. And it's also kind of misogynist to like make fun of Claire for taking him back. And I feel like it's rooted in misogyny because a lot of what I've been seeing online is, oh, she's 39. She feels desperate. You know, she'll take him back even if he did wrong. And I mean, at the end of the day, when I'm realizing every year that I get older, I realize I don't know anything. (laughs) I don't know these people. And no one knows these people except for themselves and the people who know them in real life. And that's not us. And that is not most people. So... Personally, as a fan of whatever image I've been shown of them on the show and on their social media, I hope they get back together if that's what makes them happy. I'm just always rooting for people to be happy. 
Because if we were all happy, I mean, yeah. it, wouldn't it be a much better place? Yes. Uh, you're on to something there. Oh, if everyone on planet Earth felt supported and was loved and cared for, um, man, this would be a much better world, wouldn't it? Yeah. And that's sort of the Piscean energy is just let's just be kind to each other. It doesn't have to be that difficult. Let's be polite. Let's be thoughtful of others. Let's watch the meanness that yeah, kind of stuff. So but, much you know. negativity. I think yeah. we should all just give each other the sort of support that we would want. Um, you know, think about when you made a mistake. Wouldn't you want someone to give you the chance to make it better? Or if you broke up with someone and got back together with them, wouldn't it be nice if people didn't judge you for that? I mean, just, you know, it, it feels weird at a certain point to read so much garbage on the internet disparaging people that no one really knows so yeah i just uh i'm trying to be a more positive person in general because i just think it would be better not just for me but for everyone i encounter so if we all just had that attitude i don't know i wonder how much better off everyone would be yeah so good thoughts for pisces season that's yeah. for sure so for the next four weeks let's be as sweet to each other <laughs> as possible right. yay so that concludes the ask a scorpio segment of our show thank you almy sure now today is what is today Fe yeah it's gonna be february 20th why not yeah. today is saturday february 20th the planet mercury is no longer retrograde it has gone direct so that's a good thing. I'm still feeling it, though. Yes, and yeah. we will continue to feel it at least through February 27th. Got it. Okay. Um, just because it is no longer retrograde and has started its direct uh, direction, whatever you want to call it, uh, technically today it's stationary. So it's not really doing much of anything. It's going to start getting back on track, well, right now, and it'll start getting back up to speed this coming week. So while Mercury is no longer retrograde as of today, if possible, it's best to wait at least until February 27th when hopefully we'll be dealing with better information. But at the same time, on February 27th, we will also be well into Pisces. And as I mentioned, that energy can be a little confusing as well. So just do the best you can. Um, this weekend, right now, the moon is in Gemini. So we might be feeling a little bit restless. We might be, our minds might be especially active. So this might not be a weekend where we do uh, lie in that hammock and sip the iced tea because we might want to be occupying our minds or at least doing something where we feel like we're accomplish accomplishing things. Okay. Um, however, on a Sunday, February 21st, the moon's going to be void of course for a large part of the day. So even if you feel Saturday a little hectic, uh, a little busy in your head, hopefully by Sunday you'll feel a little more chill. Again, when the moon is void of course, the, in this uh, particular example, that will mean that the moon has left Gemini but has not yet fully moved moved into cancer it's just kind of chilling and that's a good time to rest and relax when possible so sunday hopefully for you with that big void of course moon day you can uh, catch up on rest because this coming week is going to be uh busy um, more on that after i flip this page <laughs> but um yeah, this is a full moon week. That's what I call call it at least because uh, next Saturday, February 27th, we will have a full moon in Virgo. Mm. So all this week, the energy is going to be building up toward that full moon and it could feel a little hectic. Um, some main events. Let's see. Thursday, February 25th, the planet Venus will leave Aquarius 
for Pisces. So the sun has entered Pisces in a few days. Venus will also be in the sign of Pisces. So uh, when Venus has been in Aquarius, uh, the intellect is definitely considered uh, especially sexy during that time. Oh. Once we get into Pisces, Venus and Pisces, it's going to get back into just sort of emotions and feelings and that kind of stuff. And again, just being polite. Mm. Um, life really doesn't have to be that complicated. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's not a ton of astrological weather, from my perspective at least, this week. There, we will have our usual squares and oppositions and sextiles and trines, but um, not like last week where we had the Saturn-Uranus square. Um, as far as funkiness goes, really like when the moon goes into Leo on Wednesday, uh, simply because you know all the fixed signs are squaring each other uh, throughout the year. So when, moon goes in, uh, when the moon goes into Leo on Wednesday... Um, the moon's going to form a square with Uranus. It's going to form a square with Mars. Both of those planets are in Taurus currently. And then the moon is also going to form oppositions with Saturn, which is in Aquarius, Mercury, which is in Aquarius, and uh, Jupiter, which is in Aquarius. So the fixed signs are going to be um, butting heads in the middle of the week towards the end of the week. Um, as I mentioned, we do have that full moon on Saturday, February 27th. They say with the full moon, it's time to release things that no longer serve you. Um, if that's a relationship, maybe you need to cut off. If that's simply cleaning out a closet and taking <laughs> stuff to the thrift store. I absolutely need to do that. Is that a hint? I know. No, no, not at all. Um, but, uh, but generally releasing is what they say you're supposed to do during the full moon. Yeah. So... Um, I don't know. That's about all I got. I just wanted to say uh, hello to the people in Texas who just had one hell of a miserable week. Um, we're thinking about you. We love you, and, and we're sorry you were going through that. just looked awfully miserable. No no other way to describe it. Um, people are dying. Animals are dying. It's just a really, really sad thing to see, and um, I'm hoping that the worst is over there. Um, geez, Louise. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening. We love you, and now Almy is going to lead us through a deep breath or two. Oh, Sure. All right, everybody. So uh, you know how it works if you listen before. This is now your turn to get comfortable and just take literally one minute for yourself. So get in a comfortable position. You can close your eyes if you want to, or you can keep them open and just relaxed. And then I want everyone together. Let's all slowly in through the nose, take a deep breath. Just hold that breath. And now slowly release. And take another one just like that. Slow deep breath in. And slow deep breath out. Awesome. All right, let's do one more. Slow deep breath in. And slow deep breath out. Awesome. And then if you want to take another breath just for yourself, go ahead. Just take this moment to settle down, quiet your mind. Again, release any tension from your face, your shoulders, your neck, your body, wherever you feel tension, just let that go. And thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week.